0: Part of the purpose of this podcast was to play Mythbusters and make sure that people who um, identified as part of the LGBTQ community, gender diverse or transgender medicine or transgender patients had access to good quality information. Welcome to Exclusively Inclusive, your source for the latest in LGBTQIA healthcare, transgender HRT and personal empowerment. Here's your host, Aaron Everett. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Exclusively Inclusive. I'm your host, Aaron Everett, nurse practitioner. Uh, thanks for taking the time to listen into the podcast. So, today I just really wanted to introduce you to the new podcast, Exclusively Inclusive, and to let you know a little bit more about myself, more about the podcast, and why I took the time to develop it, and what to expect on future episodes. Um, As I stated, I'm your host Erin Everett. I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm based out of here in Atlanta, Georgia, and I've been a nurse practitioner for about five years. However, I have been in the healthcare field for going on 11 years now. Not only am I certified by the AAMP, which is a certifying board for nurse practitioners, I'm also certified in HIV medicine through the American Academy of HIV Medicine and subspecialize in LGBTQ health and transgender medicine. You know, the reason why I developed this podcast is working with the community. Um, I was able to acknowledge very early on in my career the disparities um, for this uh, particular population and um, wanted to make sure that not just providers, um, but mainly patients, had access to good quality health information. Um, Even more recently in my career, when I have delved into uh, LGBTQ and transgender medicine more heavily, have I realized that people are traveling across state borders to come and receive care. And one of the things I like to tell my patients is that makes my job fun, but also challenging, is that I like to play Mythbusters. There's a lot of misinformation out there online, in forums, popular forums like Reddit, Facebook. And other social circles. So part of the purpose of this podcast was to play Mythbusters and make sure that people who um, identified as part of the LGBTQ community, gender diverse or transgender medicine or transgender patients had access to good quality information. But by no means is this meant to or is designed to replace your actual health care provider relationship. Um, but me, mainly the purpose is to act as a supplement so that you can better be an advocate for yourself when um, accessing and um, obtaining health care. I wanted to give you a little bit of insight as to why I started this podcast and what future episodes uh, will look like and hopefully the information that they may contain. Um, So why did I start the podcast? I started the podcast because again, as I mentioned briefly earlier, um, a lot of my patients come to me with questions, concern about their healthcare needs, And, um, you know, they've read things online. They've heard things from different providers who may not be as well versed in the community um, as I am. And I play Mythbusters a lot. So rather than waiting for people to land in my lap and establish care, because let's face it, not everybody can. um, I wanted to be able to reach patients who were outside my immediate, you know, geographical area. I want to reach you sitting there over in... Boston, Massachusetts. I want to reach the person listening in in Chicago, Illinois. I want to reach anybody who's willing to take a minute to listen so that they can get good healthcare information, not just from myself, um, but from other healthcare professionals in the field. I also wanted my patients are craving information from other people who are, um, you know, kind of on their own journey, um, who are. You know, what is their experience post-operatively after gender reassignment surgery? Uh, What is their post-op experience after facial feminization surgery? You know, those types of things. People are craving that knowledge and they don't always have access to the social networks to give them that good information. So my sole intent and purpose for this podcast was to make good quality information accessible to anybody willing to dial in. That also kind of brushed on what the future topics may include. Um, such as, um, I plan on bringing in mental health care providers to talk about, you know, um, say you're not ready for hormones, um, but you're ready to talk to someone about your dysphoria. Um, what does that look like? What is I mean, one of my uh, most close colleagues who's a mental health care provider also specializes in sexual therapy for both traditional and non-traditional couples. So what is sex like after surgery? Uh, What is sex like before surgery? What's sex like when I have hormones on board? Um, What does it mean to have these interpersonal relationships with other people and how do I navigate that? What kind of future losses could I experience by living my true life, by living my true self and letting people know who my true self is, also known as coming out. And uh, depending on who you talk to in the community, both of those terms are interchangeable. But we have an awesome mental health care provider who's going to be on the future shows um, to talk about what that process might look like for you. I also plan to bring in other experts uh, from the urology field to talk about, okay, what's life like after orchiectomy? What's the process of getting a therapeutic orchiectomy? Um, You know, what will I be able to uh, urinate through my new phallus? All those types of things. So I plan on reaching out to a lot of the local um, specialists and even some people who aren't local who have a lot of information that the community could gain from um, to talk about what their subspecialties are, um, and also address any questions. So if anybody wants to email me any questions um, or topics that they're craving to learn more about, um, you can email me at erin at com. Again, that information is erin at com. You can email your questions and concerns, and um, you know I'll do my best to monitor that and make sure that you know the most common requests are included in the podcast topics um, so that people are getting what they need out of my show, because that is the whole point. I'm here for the community. I am a strong ally, and I want to make sure that people can dial in and really leave feeling like they learned something and that they felt supported in um, their lifestyle, whether it's your sexual identity or your gender diversity whatever it may be, I want people to be able to tune in and relate and get some good quality information. To give you a little bit more backstory on myself, um, I entered the world of nursing in 2009. However, I started my uh, collegiate career at Northern Illinois University uh, in DeKalb, Illinois. I originally went on the pursuit of a psychology degree. I've always wanted to work with people and have a science-based career. Um, However, after much soul-searching, psychology just wasn't going to be it for me. Um, After deciding that criminal psychology wasn't going to fulfill my needs on a more interpersonal level, I decided to go on and pursue a nursing career, which I also did at Northern Illinois University. Um, After pursuing my career and completing that, I Graduated in 2009, not only with a Bachelor of Science in Psychology, but also a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. Um, At that time, my husband and I, um, we had just gotten married. I knew I wanted to move to Atlanta because I'm originally from Australia. And let's face it, I was living in a suburb of Chicago, Illinois. The weather was not ideal. However, I do love Chicago people and their culture. So shortly after graduating, we headed south Um, At that time, it was a time of uh, the Great Recession. Uh, Obama had just taken presidency. The job market was tight, even for nurses, which if anybody knows anything about nursing, it's always grossly um, understaffed. They're always looking for more nurses. But for some reason, of course, when I got out of school, it was very challenging to find a job. After hunting down, I had looked at a lot of different healthcare systems in Atlanta and um, had gotten a lot of denials because they had shut down their new residency programs. So I decided to strap on a suit, take my resume, and walk up to Grady Healthcare. Uh, Grady Healthcare is a massive healthcare system in Atlanta, and this information will become more relative as I tell you more about myself. Um, it is a massive healthcare system that primarily serves people of DeKalb and Fulton. Um, counties and mostly the underserved and lower socioeconomic status population so when i walked up there the health recruiter was very impressed with my approach which you know was great i had an opportunity to either work for a medical surgical unit or an oncology unit after interviewing with both i just landed on the medical surgical unit which ended up being a great learning experience it's You know, it was extremely challenging. The population was challenging. The staffing issues were challenging. However, that was my first real exposure to HIV. I had learned about HIV in school. I had heard about HIV. I had not known anybody personally, to my knowledge, at that time, anybody living with HIV. So my experience was purely in textbooks, really, until I started working there. While working there, I felt like I was really on the front lines of... The HIV epidemic in Atlanta, um, which to me was shocking because it was not something that people talked about, especially where I was from, and especially being from Australia. Um, when I moved from Australia, I was only 15, so and I moved straight to Chicago. It wasn't something that, that I was aware of, but however, I had been thrown into it full force at Grady Healthcare System. It was an amazing privilege to be able to work with those clients and also extremely humbling. Um, I felt very fortunate every day when I left that uh, facility that not only I helped somebody, but also that I was not in a similar situation myself. So um, after... You know, being able to connect with those patients and help them on a very personal level. And, and granted, these patients were extremely ill. A lot of the patients that I encountered were also in end-stage AIDS, which, you know, in future podcasts, we'll talk about what all that means. But they were very sick. Um, and so that is when I grew a passion for HIV. I have always had um, a heart for the LGBTQ community from a young age. I have had friends a part of the community and um, have always wanted to be an advocate and an ally for them. I've been a very strong ally since I can remember. So after doing that, I had moved on to a different healthcare system, and I'd always wanted to go back to... Um, school. I always wanted to advance my career and become a nurse practitioner. I always felt that, you know, I wanted to be more of a decision maker in people's healthcare uh, needs rather than an executor, which is what nurses tend to be. They're not the ones writing the orders; they're executing the orders, and they're a very crucial role in healthcare. However, I knew I wanted to be more of a decision maker. Um, I would have gone to medical school, but, however, it just wasn't something that was encouraged or talked about as I was growing up, so I didn't even consider it an option for myself at the time. And not to say that being a nurse practitioner is a lesser degree than an MD. It's just different. And I'm very fortunate that I did end up taking this route because nurses have a lot to offer as um, primary care providers and direct health care providers aside from those working in health care systems as registered nurses. So after pursuing my degree um, and while I was pursuing my degree, I was also growing a family Um you know, currently my children are nine and four, but when I first started out in my master's track, my daughter was only two years old. So I was working full-time. I was being a full-time mom and also doing full-time master's school, um, to become a healthcare provider. So it was a very tumultuous time. It was very busy. My husband was also starting his own small business. And so needless to say, we were nose to the ground for several years. Um, and towards the end of my graduate degree, because I guess I figured I wasn't busy enough, I decided to uh, get pregnant with my son. It was very much planned, and um, to this day, I don't regret it. He's a, is a huge joy in my life. Um, however, just to let you know just how, how dang busy I was. So uh, my son was born, um, and I'm kind of a planner, and I definitely planned this. So I knew that I wanted to have him... And I got lucky in that regard, but I knew I wanted to have him uh, shortly after being certified as a nurse practitioner because I didn't want to get a new job and then have to go out on maternity leave. And I also didn't want to have to take my boards with a newborn. So lucky for me, it worked out. Uh, He was born two weeks after I was certified as a nurse practitioner. And while I was on my maternity leave with him, I started the job hunt. I was currently, at the time, working um, at Piedmont Healthcare Systems for the um, gastroenterology lab and loved my role, But uh, and thankfully for them, they, they were family, so I was able to um, work for them as needed. a bit in the meantime, I was on the pursuit of a full-time job as a, a primary care nurse practitioner, and I definitely wanted to work in the HIV field, and I also wanted to work with the LGBTQ population. Well, long story short, after several different interviews with job opportunities that weren't going to work out. I fell upon a different local, um, clinic, um, where I was fortunate enough to get a job with one of my now very good friends, but also at the time, very fierce colleague, um, and Michelle Sirive And she was able to uh, be a great mentor for me. I learned a lot at that clinic. Um, about not only HIV medicine, but also transgender medicine and um, more specifically LGBTQ care and tailoring the needs to their primary health care needs, their sexual health care needs, and um, just being sensitive and offering a safe space for them to receive care. After working at that clinic for about a year, um, I met Dr. Joseph Smitty, who I currently collaborate and work with directly. I currently work at Druid Hills Primary Care, which is right in Atlanta, Um, and I have been collaborating and working with him for almost three years now, and we got along great. Um, I wasn't necessarily actively seeking new employment when I met him. However, after meeting him and having the same goals and the same family core values and the same values about patience and everything, um, it was a no-brainer for me. Um, So... I am very comfortable with that practice. Uh, Since joining that practice, I have been able to grow the patient population and advertise my services for LGBTQ care and HIV medicine. um, Since I'm certified and specialized in delivering that type of care, Um, which has just been so fun. Like, so fun. Um, you know, I started when I first started with him, he was flying solo for twenty something years. And so he brought on uh me. He knew he wanted a nurse practitioner. He'd been looking for about I think he tells me five years. And so, like I said, it just made sense when we met. Um, but and he had the patient population, but I wasn't as busy until we started marketing more for um the types of clients that I wanted to see. And now I have helped exponentially grow that practice. I'm very busy there. And I just, you know, my patients are what get me out of bed in the morning and get me eager and ready for another day. I thoroughly enjoy what I do. And I'm continuing to accept new patients. I see a lot of new uh, HRT patients, which would be hormone replacement therapy for transgender medicine, and a lot of new HIV patients, which is not necessarily new HIV diagnoses, but new to established care with me. Um, however, you know, when all said and done, we still see, um, you know, run-of-the-mill primary care, colds, sniffles, diabetes, we do everything there. And um, so it's really a perfect mix for me. So thanks for taking the time to listen and learn more a little bit about me, a little bit more about what the podcast is and what kind of goals we have. Um, like I said before, I'm, I currently uh, practice out of Druid Hills Primary Care here in Atlanta, Georgia. Collaborate with Dr. Joseph Smitty. So if you're local and you're looking to establish care, please feel free to contact us um, and I'll be happy. I'm still accepting new patients um, and I'm happy to you know be available to take care of the needs of anybody in the community. Um, if you want to learn even more about me, please feel free to check out my website, erineverettnp.com. That is Aaron Everett, Np.com. I also have a Facebook and Twitter account along with an Instagram account. So my Facebook account is facebook.com slash exclusively inclusive. My Twitter handle is um, twitter at inclusivecast. And you can look at me up on Instagram at Instagram.com slash exclusively inclusive podcast. I cannot wait to hear what kind of questions you have. I cannot wait to get these experts on and continue to provide good information to the people that need it the most. And in the meantime, stay happy and live your best life and live your truth. Love you all. Bye-bye.